Welcome to Fit to Be Real and a little extra. We're talking about life right now in a post pandemic world and kind of how we navigated it and how we're navigating it now, which there's so many good and bad things to all of it. Yeah, we're going to talk the pros and cons of today. Woohoo! I'm Victoria. Hey guys, I'm Carly. That's post pandemic. Only mm-hmm. post pandemic. No, that never happened pre pandemic. I wonder who you would be <laughs> had we not quarantined. Well, we did quarantine. We quarantined together. We were we in had, our bubble. Yeah, we had a small bubble because we never stopped working, which required us to come together and immediately dive into live stream videos to keep our business afloat which knock on all the wood we did yeah i honestly thank you to all of you who watched the live stream who continue to watch the live stream it was a learning curve that we learned in two days we're still learning yeah but it's something that we had wanted to do for a really long time yeah but the shutdown on that saturday that we closed and it happened on Monday. Like we were up and running on Monday. I mean, it was a kick in the pants to be like, hey, you have no other choice. Yeah. Yep. You have to do this now. Yeah. We ran around. We were looking for microphones and mm-hmm. looking for the right setup to be able to put the music through the computer so that you could hear it. And then the micro- microphones had to go through the computer and set up a good system for us to be seen well enough for people to be able to follow. Not even talking about the how to get people to pay for it through right. a money system online and how to get these videos on our website. Oh my like gosh. it was a rat race for 48 hours. I, I don't even think it was a full 48, to be honest yeah. with you. I really don't think it was a full 48. But we couldn't have done it without Andrew. No, he, yeah. Andrew is the brains of the operation in connecting the wires like we are so we are good at so many things and we are talented in so many different fields and avenues but when it comes to technology or any type of like engineering way to use your brain that's not in our genetic makeup Mm -mm, it just isn't the language there's a barrier and the communication to be able to read something and then put it into action when it comes to wiring and computers it's just not there it's not there and we couldn't have done it without him and then then the part that was like, oh, we need to go run and get this at Best Buy, but Best Buy is going to close at five because the world is shutting down. So like trying to be like, well, this Best Buy is open till eight. And also everyone was trying to do live stream. So yes. the, the cameras that we needed or whatever setup that we needed it was all out of stock. We're limited mm-hmm. because within 48 hours, everybody was trying to figure out how to navigate keeping whatever they needed to keep alive. Like Zoom and like all that stuff. Well, Zoom was something that I didn't know the name of. I know. That wasn't a part of normal conversation. People were like, Zoom. I was like, what's a Zoom? Because we didn't do conference calls. We didn't have to dial yeah. in other people and no, all that stuff. it was face-to-face. It was a whirlwind. And by the grace of all things holy and goodness, <laughs> we made it through and we thrived. And we couldn't have done it without our community. <laughs> And it was exhausting. Oh, yeah. It was exhausting. Because we never was not a break for us. COVID was not a break. And it was exhausting. And it was draining mentally to try to keep things new and fresh because everyone was getting stir crazy at home. And everybody was doing it. Like everybody was putting out at home workouts now. Yeah. 
that's, yeah, that's, that's the only way. Do. It yeah. was the only way. So it was tiring, but there are so many pieces of it that I miss. It was also, I'm going to add, it was exhausting, but it gave us purpose. Yeah. Every single day we woke up, we knew we had a schedule. Like yeah. there were net, there was not one day where we were like, oh man, I'm going stir crazy. It was like we had a schedule and we did not stop. Yeah. And it gave us purpose to get up every day and go to work. And that, while is exhausting because we're physically drained, it really helped us pass the time. <laughs> and we had an avenue to be able to get up and out. Yes. When so many people and like clients, I was for personal training, I was FaceTiming them workouts and they would just complain about how bored they were and yeah. how, you know, a few weeks in. At the time, we were told we were going to be quarantined for two, two weeks. weeks only, and it ended up being 10 years. So at the time where it started to get sir crazy when people were like, you know, it's it's so boring. And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, no, <laughs> we would like to be bored. I would. Ac- I actually yeah. don't know. Like, I am at the end of the day passing out. Yeah. But there were so many good factors to yeah. it at the same time. So one that I is just so specific to my situation, but I was living in a condo building. I had owned a condo uh, in Swarthmore, Pennsylvania, and it overlooked 476. So my balcony, which was awesome, it just you had the sound of the highway. So I never kept my doors open, my French doors, and I if I was going to go out on the balcony, you just knew if there was somebody with you, you had to like yell because it was loud. But during the pandemic, it was peaceful. Mm -hmm. I had my windows open. I could open my doors. I could sit on the balcony and not have that white noise, which ended up being like in the grand scheme of things, not a big deal. But that was such a small piece of like having the windows open in my condo was such a nice thing for me that I didn't know I was missing out on. And that Mm -hmm. is so specific to me. And that is so small. But that's something that I I remember. Yeah. I just remember that that piece. And I I remember when the cars started coming back and I was like, like, oh no. no. Oh no. We're getting back to normal. Oh no. (laughs) I one of my pros was my smallest child was six months, six and a half months old when we shut down. Right. And so Andrew worked a lot out of town with his job that he had at the time in concerts. He was always in Mexico or what was some, you know, Nashville or something. Yeah. He was always away, but he had to work from home because there were no concerts happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. He still had a job, but he was working from the basement and it was awesome that he got to spend every day with Dean who was six and a half months old and got to see him every single day. Whereas the other two, he was either coming home after they got in bed or, you know, he had been gone for 10 days at some music festival. Right. So he, it was really awesome to have family dinners. And then, as I said in a previous one, dance parties. Yeah. Like we would yeah. have dance parties every night and Andrew would get to be there. And because our bubble was Victoria, my mom and my dad, we brought back Sunday dinners. Right. Which we didn't have since we were little because lives were crazy. So those Sunday dinners, we would look forward to being like, guys, it's like a party. Oh, my gosh. And we had like themes. Yeah. <laughs> we would eat the same thing practically. Yeah. Chicken, rice, coconut rice, coconut rice and a salad. Yep. But it was an event. Yes. We'd get dressed. 
the ki- we and we just... go outside in the backyard, play music, and play like lawn games. And yeah. the kids thought it was the best. Yeah. And you know, we'd watch Dean take his first step, and like because we were still pretty quarantined for most of Dean's life. So that that was a big pro for me, getting all that time that we have just talked about. We're time po. <laughs> we were not time time po. No mo. <laughs> during uh during COVID, and I I miss my con is that I miss that time. We don't have it now. Yeah. Like the yeah. the slowness while our work was busy, our weekends were not. There were no obligations. There were no parties. There were no events. Um, and that I miss like the the not crazy, not hustle, dance party, Sunday night dinner times. Well, the big parties that we would have would be drive-bys. Yes. We would all get in a caravan of cars from each, you know, family member or whatever. And go drive by someone's house for their birthday. Yeah. And we would all just stay in the middle of the street mm-hmm. with our cars just idling. Because there were no other cars on the road. No, nobody else was out. And everybody would sing happy birthday from their cars more than six feet away. I would try to blast them. I had a birthday playlist. Mm-hmm. It was called COVID Party. And we would scream happy birthday from our cars. And then within, what, 10, 15 minutes, we'd all be like, all right, bye. <laughs> Going back to our house. Yeah. And there was the same thing if somebody had a baby shower. And this was after we learned that you didn't have to wash your groceries. Oh, my God. So, you know, we all started with maybe we have to wear gloves now or maybe you have to come home and strip your clothes off and put them in the laundry and then you have to clean or Lysol wipe your your food. So we learned that all of that was not necessary and people would be like, okay, I'm going to have my drive-by baby shower. So you were safe to buy a gift and give someone else like COVID wasn't going to transfer through the packaging. Yeah. But that was the way to do a baby shower. <laughs> and that was the way to do a bridal shower. Just throw them a gift on the front lawn and be on your way. Now, somebody having that baby or bridal shower might think differently. They got gifts. You got gifts and didn't have to stand on your feet for hours and socialize being nine months pregnant. That's true. That is That's amazing. True. Yeah. I have no experience in it, but I know for a fact that that's awesome. She has a lot of experience in planning all of mine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is awesome. And at the time, it was really great to see people. Like It was. I say that because we're so overbooked now, but it was cool to be able to get in your car and yeah, put some jeans on and not wear sweatpants and be like, I'm just going to drive by. and I'm going to still feel safe because we're more than six million feet away. And I just say that's the way to do it because that there's no time anymore and everything's, you know, back to the way it was. Yeah. I will say, I want to go back to what you said about how Dean was six months old. Yeah. So he was, he's a quarantine baby. Yeah. Now I don't know if this is true. I think I see it just from being a third party of watching you raise your kids and watching your kids grow up. But there's a difference between a quarantine kid not knowing what it's like to be in a grocery store mm-hmm. because your kids would go to the grocery store with you all the time. Oh, the, the older two, the older two. Yeah. And like being out in public and not knowing that your home life isn't actually your outdoor life. Right. And I, and I don't even know how I want to say that. No, no, that's true. It's the socialization of Dean versus Melody and Lewis. Melody and Lewis were taken out to restaurants at six weeks old. Right. And knew how to be in a public place and being like, we are not in our living room. We are out right now. You put on your best behavior. Right, right, right. Dean's behavior is one note. He's a one note Johnny. He's like, 
The loudest know? note. Yeah, the loudest note. Now, some of that is his personality. He's just yeah. He's di- he's, he's got a he's got a big personality, but the other part is he doesn't. He didn't know how to go out to a restaurant until he was almost three. Yeah, that was his first time going out and sitting at a restaurant. I would say that's a con to quarantine. A hundred percent. It's a con for school and socialization. And he's not he's not hitting anybody, but like he doesn't understand. No, because he never got to go he's to the not park. A bad kid. No, he, he ne- just doesn't know that like in a grocery store, you can't run up and down the aisles because it's not your brother and sister's bedroom. Yeah. Like you're not right. Ru- it's not yours. Yeah. Right. Like, it's like the world is his playground. Right. And like we didn't get to go out to the park. So right. The park was shut down when he was old enough to go to the park. Now, it was a, actually that's not exactly true. The park was open by the time he could realize. But he didn't know how to wait his turn. Right. Because guess what? There weren't a lot of people at the park when we were there. Yeah. So it was his park. So when there's somebody that is going down the slide, but he wants to go down the slide, he's like, move. Really? Yeah. Because he's not used to being waiting his turn. Yeah. I hate calling him a COVID kid because I feel like that gives them a pass for bad behavior. And it's not a pass. It's just, uh, it's what happened. Yeah. And it's it how to, how we're trying to figure out how to like get through it. Yeah. It's just something to think about when you see any... I would say toddler up to four or five year old yeah. in public where you, you have to remember that majority of their formative years was in quarantine in a pandemic world. Yeah. And for us, it was awesome because Dean has is a very lucky boy and had a, has a good life for the kids that had to be home. Oh my God. And it was not a good situation. Home life, yeah. That is horrendous because they needed school, you know, to get out from wherever they were like Dean. Dean is, has a good life, so he's fine. Yeah. But that, that I always think about that, like all the fun we had. And I talk about that being a pro where a lot of people, that was a big con. Uh, for sure. For sure. It was actually dangerous. Yeah. Now, the pro for all three of them is they were, you know, my oldest was in kindergarten. They're not going to remember this. Like, you don't th- think so? No, I don't. Do you remember kindergarten? Do you remember when you were five and and younger? I And younger, no. I do remember moments of kindergarten, specific moments yeah. of kindergarten that I know are not on a VHS that I've seen somewhere. A VHS is what we used to watch <laughs> home videos on. <laughs> it's There are moments. Like, I think Melody will remember wearing a mask. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. she'll remember, we called it the germ. Yeah. Like, you called it the germ. germ. Like, why can't we do that? Well, the germ germ. is there. Like, how do you explain to kids what a pandemic or quarantine or COVID is? So I think she'll remember that term. I don't know if she'll remember the fact that she watched kids at the playground who weren't allowed to be on the playground, but the parents didn't care at that point play, and she wasn't allowed to go. I don't think she'll remember that. Yeah. Yeah. But I I agree. All of this is relative. The pros and cons of what we think COVID and quarantine and, and the pandemic were are so different than anybody else's pro and cons and situation that they went through. I've got a pro and con that I think can relate to a lot of people. My pro is, which I said, Andrew was a, was home a lot more, but now he only works from home. So he never went back to an office since COVID. And for me, I would be like, Hey, I'm going to take a shower. Dean's going to sit here and play in the basement while Andrew's working on the computer on a zoom because that's all he does now are Zoom meetings because yeah. his office is in Vegas. Pro, he can work on Vegas shows and live in Philadelphia, which is an amazing pro. A con <laughs> is that Andrew doesn't love it. 
So sometimes I would go and be like, hey, I just want to run to the grocery store. And Dean uh, and Andrew would say, just take Dean with you. Like, oh, it's just so much faster if I just go by myself, (laughs) which is another reason he has a hard time going out in public because I do go out more without him. Um, But he's like, I I got a meeting in like 20 minutes. I'm like, I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. So he's sort of working, sort of on dad duty. There's no like. That's up to you. You could change that. Um. It's a, we have an open door policy at our house. <laughs> <laughs> the door is open. I can leave a child down there. But also like, hey, can you pick up the kids from school today? I get, you know, that kind of stuff where he loves being there to do it. But at the same time, there's no fine line. Like there's no line. Yeah. There's a like, boundary. Yeah. Office and home. So that's a pro and a con. Well, you're the one who crosses the boundary. What? I would say. I'm sorry. Situation. I can't hear you. Speak louder. I can't hear you. Oh, my God. But that's true. That's true. And I think a lot of people went remote for their job, which I think was a I think it's a pro. It is a pro that a lot of companies realize that the same amount of work could be productive from home. I think there are some situations where that is impossible. Yeah. And you have to go into the office. But I've learned with talking to a lot of people that they prefer maybe more of a hybrid where they can work from home three days a week that they go in for two. Yeah. And so you're still getting that office life and maybe that office focus because there is nothing else happening mm-hmm. around you other than work. But you get to, I don't know, save on gas from having to commute into the city. Yeah. Or just get or to m- relax a little bit more, but still get the same amount of work done depending on what you do. I think there's a lot of good that comes with remote. For the Which, environment, for yeah. companies, for people's mental health. And... Nope, that's it. <laughs> well, here is my pro and con about that. I think over the course of COVID, mental health awareness was like in your face that's because true. people were stuck at home. The con is that people were stuck at home and unable to take care of themselves because of their mental health. They couldn't get out. That was a depressing time for yeah. them. Lots of bad things happen when you're depressed. And because of that, there was like a boom in mental health awareness. Which is a which is good a con. Thing. Which, I mean, sorry, which is a pro. Right. The boom in mental health awareness, like everybody, every workplace saying, all right, now we're going to set aside time for this and set aside time for that and contact this person if you're feeling this way. Yeah. That's a huge pro. Or taking mental health days. Yeah. Like I never actually thought about what a mental health day was. We would just be like, Mom would be like, it's a mental health day. I know. Be like, oh, okay. okay. But I didn't know what it was. And I think you're so right. The awareness of it all. Where we have people come into class and we're like, oh my gosh, you're not at work today? And they're like, no, I took a mental, mental health, health day. day. I was like, oh my gosh, that literally means to take care of your mental health this day. You and, took off from work. And then I'm like, oh, same. Bye. <laughs> same. Can't teach. Bye. <laughs> I would love a mental health day. But is there a con to that? The con is mental health skyrocketed. Yes. Everything you're saying is backward. Everything you're saying is wrong. Plummeted. No, mental health skyrocketed. (laughs) Slow down. (laughs) Mental health skyrocketed because people were alone. And when you are alone with your thoughts and you are not well, that's not good. Or you're for, you know, in Andrew's case, he was working triple time because he was at home. And there was no off time. He was answering right. emails at 11 p.m. Right. Now, he can handle it. Some people could not. And I think that was a, you know, that's a huge con, mental health. 
uh, I actually don't know if there's a pro to this, but I think a big con of quarantine was everybody's accessibility slash assumption mm-hmm. of accessibility. So just because you're working from home and you see my car in the driveway doesn't mean I'm twiddling my thumbs on the couch. Right. Doesn't mean you can text me at 11 p.m. Doesn't right. mean that I'm available and ready to contact, correspond, get back to you the minute you contact me. Right. That, I think, was different before quarantine. Yeah, yeah. because you left the office. You left work. When right. you're working from home, you're always home. Right. So, yeah, that's definitely a post-pandemic. Now, everybody, you know, most people like working from home, but that's that's a con to it. I remember having a breakdown. I forget which one, how far <laughs> in I've always been tapped into my mental health. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, you have. You're the one who should be very afraid to sit alone with your thoughts. It's OK. I had a breakdown yesterday. I texted Victoria True. about it and I was like, I had a breakdown, but I'm fine. She was like, I'm a little late. I'm running late. <laughs> I'll, I'm on my way. <laughs> I was fine. And she walked in the door. And I said, oh, my God, I just saw this. You had a breakdown. She broke down again. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. grass always greener. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I had a, I remember having a breakdown because. Number one, we hadn't stopped working. No. We immediately got on live stream for my clients. I immediately got on Skype or FaceTime, depending on what they had. So our hours stayed the same, if not more. Yeah. But at the same time, and I don't know if you experienced this as much as I did, so I'm not going to say that you didn't because I know people reached out to you. So on top of me not knowing what a pandemic was Mm -hmm. and on top of me not knowing how to navigate it or stay safe and feel safe and keep me okay on top of like helping other people I was getting phone calls and texts morning noon and night on their troubles and their problems and everything that kind of falls under the umbrella of what happens in like a personal training session you talk Mm. you vent you you like you get let it all out it feels so good but I also was experiencing the pandemic as a human being too and being like really scared yeah and I remember breaking down being like it's 12 p.m. I can't help this person. Yeah. Like, don't text me. It's it's midnight. And I'm that's 12 a.m. I was 12 a.m. <laughs> I'm I was not like, well. I was like, you can't get a text at 12 p.m. No, it's too late. <laughs> it's, it's too late. No, like 12 a.m. I would get texts yeah. truly morning, noon, night, middle of the night and wake up to them. Yeah. Of mental health. Yeah. Conversation that like I didn't go to school for. Yeah. And I also didn't know how to navigate anything either. But I'm a good ear to reach out to. So it, it just got to the, a point, a boiling point where yeah. I couldn't handle personal work, pandemic, and other miscellaneous therapy thing wise. All at the same time, we ended up getting work phones. We did. We got work phones because we needed a boundary between CFIT yeah. and personal lives. Which I guess is the, the pro to this. So yeah. like what I guess this little tidbit that I'm putting out there, the pro is that quarantine allowed for boundary creating Mm -hmm. where people realized their barriers of what they could handle and what they couldn't handle. And it was okay to say no and kind of stop the accessibility, but then say yes when it was allowed. So our way of doing that was getting work phone numbers and work phones, separate work phones where work situations happened on this phone and house party Uh (laughs) (laughs) happened on the personal phone. Loved house party. 
No, no one contacted me. No one. Uh, no one reached out no, to you. No one reached out to me. <laughs> I was listening to this, being like, I remember this happening to you. It definitely didn't happen to me. Yeah, that's okay. That's a pro for me. Um, my next pro would be house party. Oh, house party. Those apps that they created where you could see your family, see your friends, and also play a game. We laughed till we cried. I. I don't, we should just do it again. I know. And I remember being like, okay, we actually stopped drinking during COVID, yeah. Victoria and I. That was a pro for us. Um, we lost a lot of weight and stopped drinking and started eating well and launched our fit coaching program. So that was a huge pro for us. So we didn't even sit on house party and like drink. Victoria and I'd be working all day together <laughs> and I'd be like, hurry up, run home because we're going to do this with Billy and mom and, you know, dad and everybody. And we would get online and house party. And it was so fun. If you don't know what house party is, it was like playing group games from home with your phone only. So like we played heads up, Pictionary, Pictionary, trivia. Yeah. But I'm, I'm thinking of the, uh, Oh God, there was some that you had to like click the multiple choice question, but like you had to answer like they were actual trivia board games. Oh, I guess that was true. Yeah. Trivia. And you had to pick the right one first before anybody else. Before did. anybody yeah, else. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. I have a really bad memory, but um, con. Oh my gosh. It was so con. My memory died with COVID. <laughs> it, uh, it was just, you just laughed and there is nothing better than playing house party with an older generation who doesn't know how to use phones. Oh my gosh. It is amazing. Cause mom would just go to your house cause her internet was horrible. So Carly's phone was her and our mom at this in the same screen. And she'd be like, wait, what do you do? Wait, why are you doing that? Like it was. And you know, what makes me think of the con of this is that we were very fortunate enough to be in a bubble with mom and dad so we could see another face. And I remember seeing online all these videos of like, I haven't grandparents yeah. who haven't seen their grandkids and they were born and they're three years old and they're just seeing them for the first time. Yeah. Like we were very lucky to have the situation. And we are also very lucky not to be directly affected by COVID except Victoria had a friend that she lost over COVID. But, oh, yeah. but as a whole, nothing super unfortunate yes we all got it yes but nothing life altering we didn't lose life yes we didn't lose yeah. life we didn't lose you know we didn't have a lot of devastation personal devastation yeah. and and grief from it which was a lot of the norm for a lot of people yeah and we also live across the street from each other so and victoria lives easy. very close by so it was super easy but the that was definitely a pro just laughing and here's another pro from me i reconnected with my friends who i met with andrew in 2005 we spent three awesome summers together and then sort of you know did our new york city thing we were friends for since 2005 but we haven't seen each other in like 15 years yeah we hadn't because we moved all over the country so we started zooming once a week and it was awesome. And we are, have now gone on like a reunion, like we're going to Vegas together and we've reconnected and it's been awesome. And there's 10 of us and it's the reconnection over the internet, which was not there pre pandemic, I think is a huge pro. It is. It is. And that was available to everybody. Yeah. Uh, I didn't reconnect with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> 
But <laughs> an experience I had that you didn't have, I'm going to raise the roof. What, what? For our nurses and essential workers. Because oh, yeah. If you remember, we all banded together and supported them to the nth degree for what they were going through in this crazy, scary time. And I'm not a nurse now, but I think the tables have turned. I yeah. think it's back to normal and nurses and teachers aren't respected the way that we had to really realize the respect for them during the yeah. pandemic. So we need to bring that back. We need to bring back the respect for the essential workers, the bus drivers, the teachers, the nurses, the doctors, everybody that we needed to survive. Mm -hmm. Even the grocery store workers, yeah. because we needed, we needed them. We needed them and we still need them, but life has, mindset has changed. Mm -hmm. It's going back to the hustle, the sort of jadedness, the, yeah. Give me my stuff fast, as fast as possible. Horrible. Yeah. It's really, really horrible what's going on. Even even people on the road driving mm -hmm. is so frustrating and ang everybody's angry. Well, everyone's trying to get everywhere very quickly. And yeah. if you are in their way. Well, we've heard about all the horrible yeah, so. road rage stories. But it, it's so true. We, we craved getting back to quote unquote normal, whatever the heck normal was, that we just wanted to get back to normal. That was the phrase to say. And then we got back to normal, but not mentally the same. Like we no. got back to normal, almost trying to make up for time lost. Yeah. So we're rushing and we're fast paced and we're burnt out already. Yeah. Trying to keep up with what we lost, but we didn't lose anything really. I think we gained some perspective. We of lost like, it. We gained the perspective in the moment life opened up again. We lost it. And then we lost it. We yeah. went back to the hustle and bustle of things and we lost the, oh, family time. Oh, connection oh life is doesn't have to be that hard like we lost all of that yeah oh the essentialness of what we need in life and what we don't need now we need everything yeah we need everything all of a sudden all you know we have to need it all over again so it, it's all about mindset we're definitely all tired and angry yeah that's what the vibe is i think i know and i think what we need to do is remember what made us happy when we were at home with our families and bring some of that back in like I know you're gonna make fun of me because I am what is it I'm a ridiculous no <laughs> yeah I am oh my gosh an ambivert ambivert an ambivert so I already forgot what I was I'm an ambivert I didn't hate quarantine <laughs> I enjoyed it because one I was lucky enough to enjoy the people that I was with but I like being home I feel safe in my house and I also, if you didn't want to do an event, if you didn't want to do something when the world started opening back up again and you said no, there were no questions asked. Yeah. There was no like, oh my gosh, are you kidding? You're not coming. It was just like, I totally understand. Yep. It was, I get it. And now we don't have that anymore. No, you have to tell them all of the horrible reasons why you are unable to go to that 12th birthday party <laughs> on a Sunday night at 9 p.m. I made Victoria come over and sing to Dean last night at 9 p.m. <laughs> I pulled that. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Like there were no questions asked. If you said no, no meant no, because that's what happened. And now that is gone. And I definitely miss that. But you can just do that. No, I know. Like we can just say no. It's harder. It's harder. It takes more work and effort on your mental health of it. But saying no, I'm sorry, I'll make it the next time. Is it? It's enough. That's yeah. enough. Yeah. 
and then the next time doesn't actually have to come but <laughs> just saying no is enough it's a full sentence we've said it before it's the mindset of where we are right now so if you can buckle up and be strong in your boundaries which is exactly what we were just talking about no is a boundary yeah you don't need an excuse you don't need to give them validation or justification as to why you're too tired or don't want to or don't have the time and can't prioritize them over yourself. That doesn't have to happen. She's specifically talking to me right now. You all are not here. She is literally lecturing me right now. And I get it. I hear you. With everybody else. I think we all need that. I do too. There are times that I'm like oversharing as to why I can't do something because you think that that's the only thing that like you need their validation of like, okay, I understand. You don't need that. It was Jacqueline. I think Jacqueline. Yeah. Who said no is a full sentence. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I definitely think that is a con these days in the post pandemic world that yes, we all wanted the life to go back. And now that it's back, it's like, you always want what you don't have. Yeah. That's, that is the, the whole thing here is that you want what you don't have. You didn't want the pandemic. And the quarantine when it was here, now that it's over, you want it back. You know, the pieces of it, pieces of it, not the whole thing. God, not the whole thing. Um, but yeah, it's you, you always the grass is always greener and you got to pick, pick your grass, pick your grass, pick your grass, water what? your own grass. Yeah. OK, water your own grass and then you won't want the grass on the other side. Yep. That's the truth. Yeah, Carly would have to go outdoors for that. <laughs> I kid you not, my Curtains are closed. I am locked into my house. I, I've always felt very safe in my house. I feel safe in my house and I would rather not be drained by people and big crowds, but I want my windows open. I want some plants. Yeah. I want some life. No, I don't like life. I did see something on the internet recently on the big old internet that said Taylor Swift is single-handedly bringing the world back from a pandemic world because everybody... What's everybody doing? Going out, going to concerts. Now, she is very famous. She has a big concert, but she is making so much money and making the economy boost again. But the economy. Yeah. Yes. People have jobs just for you to go out. Yeah. There are so many workers that need to be employed for yeah. your one ticket to be you know, accepted into the venue. And those tickets are so expensive. Oh, that's not um, a problem. But how about it? They are saying that she is bringing it back because yeah. the economy was getting so bad and it's it's coming back now. Yeah. When I talk to people, every single person's like, oh, I'm going to this concert this weekend. I'm going to this concert. Yeah. Like, we want to get out. And I get that. And then that's awesome. Down with COVID the next week, but it's fine. <laughs> All good. That's fine. Well, a, a pro from... COVID was that I was watching all the concerts from my living room and I really enjoyed that. <laughs> that was cool. There were so many things televised that were you wouldn't experience otherwise no. because you wouldn't pay for the ticket or, or you, you couldn't get there. You couldn't travel. Couldn't get to California yeah. or so, you know, whatever it was. Yeah, you're right. It's so true. I loved that. It was like, oh, we're going to do Disney sing along Sunday at seven. And, you know, everybody was watching oh, yeah. the Disney sing along yeah. to see what stars were at home. And then when they would have technical difficulties like a star's home would not be able to get the sound working. I'm like, yes, it's not just Z-Fit. It's not just <laughs> the normal citizens of the world. <laughs> Obviously, as we've we've said, and we'll wrap it up, uh, there were a lot of good things that came from, I don't want to say COVID. No, I want to no, no. say that time period. The time period of quarantining and slowing life down. Like mm -hmm. we were all forced to slow down, uh, stop 
really. We were all forced to stop and then slow down. And Not we really fit. picked C-Fit up never stopped. the pace. No, CFIT never stopped, but the mindset of obligations that we've had yeah. stopped. The obligatory things that we are just supposed to do, like that changed. Mm-hmm. We were like, no, I don't want to prioritize this. So that didn't, that stopped. But I think there was a lot of good that came from it. I think there was a lot of bad. And I think our perspective is different than, than others. But if we could all, for the real tip of the week, write down or make a list in your head, whatever it may be, of all of the silver linings that you got from your quarantine experience that you may have forgotten because life got back to normal. Mm -hmm. Jot them down. Remember them. Be aware of all of those little wins that we didn't realize were wins until we lost other things. Yes. And now that we're in the hustle and bustle of productivity and making sure the world is working the way that it is and we're all burnt out and tired, try to get them back. But you have to take a moment to do that. And now for your real extra tip of the week. It's called Crash My Party. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. What does Crash My Party mean? It means download House Party <laughs> and invite your friends, invite your family and play and laugh it is so fun it is an app on your phone i guarantee you will be laughing out loud with people not at your house you can sit at home in bed and do it and it's so fun so crash somebody else's party (laughs) on house party make it happen as always if you've got nothing else remember you're always fit to be real And always allowed to be a little extra. For legal reasons, we have to tell you that this podcast is meant for entertainment and educational purposes only. We are not healthcare professionals. For all of your health, wellness, fitness, and self-care needs, please refer to the medical professional in your life. Your primary care physician, your therapist, a certified coach, whoever it may be. And then let us know what they say, because I guarantee we need to know it too. Okay? (laughs) Okay, bye.